Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Siblings Unhinged. I am Virginia here with my little brother, who's not littler than me physically, Wesley. I'm a big man. I'm a big man. <laughs> Sometimes I feel big, and then, uh, but I'm I'm really not. I'm I'm really not. I, I think I'm big, but. I think I'm average weight. I think average weight for a man in the U.S. is 190 pounds. I'm 185. I'm right there. I'm okay. average. Yeah, and how does that make you feel? But average men are typically like overweight, and I'm not. So I'm above average, under average, right in the middle. I'm right. a middle average, but I'm tall. What's the average height for a man in the U.S., Jenny? Any clue? I have no idea. 5'9". Really? It is, Yes. Five, wow, there's a lot of short kings out there. Yeah. Isn't that interesting that we've talked about this? But why? But it's it's just a U.S. thing. Six foot, that's a U.S. thing because they don't do that elsewhere. Whatever. I don't know if I'm going to be able to take this. There is a fly buzzing around in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it just blew past my head. And now and you've I'm, done that whole thing. What was it? We, we talked about it before where you once you focus on something, you oh, can't yeah. not see it. You can't yeah. unfocus. Yeah, yeah, like the one example there, these people took a test and then the second group came in and they said, hey, sorry about the lights, they're noisy. And then I don't even think, I, I don't remember if the night's lights actually had noise or not, but then the second group like did significantly worse because they all were focused on like the lights. It sucks. That's yeah, so this, interesting. The flies have been so bad this last week. Oh my gosh. Driving me crazy. Driving me batty. Okay, and that's something. That. So, so, yeah, right. Okay, so the in-laws who've married into the Bradley family have said that the Bradleys that we have some words that not a lot of that that aren't common words. Like people, they're like people don't say that. People, people don't say that. That's like a that's a that's a Bradley word. Like that's weird. Um, and scum. one of those is baddie. And scum too. Like people don't say scum. Like we will say, scum. yeah, you're like, you scum. Yeah. Or like scum of the earth. You scum. I haven't used that in a minute, but we used to say that a lot more. Oh, yeah. you scum. I think I say it a lot, but I, Do you say it a lot? I think I've heard people like say that on TikTok, like in videos, but I don't know if I've actually heard somebody say that in like in real life. Um, the other one was baddie. like, you're being such a pill. Which one? You're being such a pill when you call somebody oh, a, pill. a pill. Yeah. Other people don't say like, that. Um, Jordan, our brother-in-law, he was so confused with that. He's like, what does that mean? I'm like, you know, you know. You're like, a pill. You're a pill. What is it? Is it like? I have no idea where I, I don't came know. from. I don't you're know. hard to swallow. <laughs> like hard to swallow maybe, is like, oh, that, maybe? like hard to, hard to digest. Like you, you're, I don't know. It's like hard to. But when I think of like you're being such a pill, it's like you're being so annoying. Like, ugh. Yeah, that, that's what it means. Like you're annoying, but it, it, like, I don't know. How does that relate to a pill? I, I mean. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, some pills are annoying. I have no, I've never had a problem swallowing pills. I remember you had to crush your pills when you were younger. We had that little blue. Do you remember the blue yeah, thing with the clear top? Yeah, I was top? terrified. So Cause you choked, terrified. Because you choked on swallowing one. swallowing them. Now I can do it. I can do a lot of things. Okay. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. Pills. I can swallow my gum. I've never had an issue swallowing gum. No big deal. Like at dinner, 
She's like, oh, you're at a restaurant? Boom. Easy money. Do you remember how often we would chew gum all the time growing up? And not like, and, and also because our mom was so frugal, she would tear the pieces of gum in half. In the halves. Yeah. Okay. We would never, we hardly ever got a full piece of gum. Never. <laughs> we never got, listen to our sad sob story of our childhood. We never got a full piece of gum. Uh, we never had a full piece of gum. Always tore it in half. But we were chew- we chewed gum all the time. And so we'd take it out and like put it on like the top of our like soda cup. Or like yep. the side of our plate. Or the and side of our plate. back up and put it back in our mouth. Yeah. It seems so normal. And now when I think about it, I'm like, that's so gross. No, I spit my gum out. Like I'll chew gum for five minutes sometimes now. Whereas when I was younger, it was like, you got a piece a day. So you made that bad boy last. It'd be like hard at the end of the day. Dude, Janessa, Janessa, I, there was gum all like on the inside of the bunk bed. Okay, Janessa and I, my sister and I no. shared a bunk bed. And she would put gum like up above and she would store it there. Dude, I freaking, t- I'm telling you. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, and I chewed gum so long one time that it just turned into that, like it just totally disintegrated in my mouth. I, I'm not making this up. I pulled a piece of gum off a bottom of a chair at church at no, scouts you didn't. don't don't say it no and wesley i got no balls they said no balls and uh yeah i, I put the piece of gum in my mouth and i chewed it <laughs> i had no idea <laughs> that is disgusting oh i my. can't believe it i yeah i'm like wow did i really do that i did yeah, someone else's old gum that had been on the bottom. It was in the Relief Society room. Not oh that that means God. it was a woman. You know, it could have been a teenager. Yeah, I can't believe. <laughs> Wes, yeah, that's I, so gross. I mean, yeah. it's not also not surprising. Like I could see you doing that. You know, like yeah. It's not, I mean, like, honestly, out of character why are you for when you were younger? Like you, you ate pizza off of a trash can. Well, okay, hold on. <laughs> see, hold on. See, if you say that, people are like, "Whoa, that's disgusting." No, okay. I'm at Six Flags with Nathan, right? We go to Six Flags all the time. No biggie. And this guy s- tries to put this pizza box in the trash can, and it's like the trash can with the lid on it, and it has the little door, right? And so it, it didn't fit. fit. Yeah, so he just set it on top. And we were walking by, and I was like, I'm going to grab it and put it in. Like, I was going to lift it. Like, I don't know. That's just what I do. And I'm a nice guy. Mm. I lift it, and it's full. And I, I, I mean, I didn't even think. I just walked away. I just took it and walked away. And I went to Nathan. I was like, Nathan, look, I opened it. There's four slices of pizza in there. Now, listen, we're out in public at like a, outside of a strip mall and there's a little pizza hut nearby. I don't think I'm going to do that, all right? But I see the guy set it down and we're at a theme park. Do you know how much a piece, a slice of pizza costs? I think it's like eight dollars. It's like thirty nine bucks, forty if bucks. Food is expensive enough. I will eat it out listen, of the trash. <laughs> I when I was really like, I say really little. I was probably ten. I took a chicken strip off of someone's plate. Like they finished and they left, and we were leaving, and there was just a chicken strip sitting on their plate. And I was Dude, like, you think waste. you were a starving child that you didn't get fed enough? <laughs> I don't know. To I you. just I. It, uh, wasting food was a massive pet peeve for me. Like I, it true. angered me yeah. when people wasted food. Angered I still have me. a hard time. 
Like anytime there's something, like if there's food left on a plate here at home and we go to like clean it up, I have a really difficult time not getting out a teeny tiny little container and putting yep. it in the container instead of just putting it in the trash. And it was yeah. easier growing up because we also had dogs. So we could, right. you know, let you the dogs scrap. eat the scraps off of the plate. But it's still hard for me. Like, I, yeah. I feel like so, I feel bad. I feel like it's wrong to waste anything, any type of food, yeah. right? Um, yeah, I don't I don't like that feeling of being We've wasteful. But dated. I've gotten better at it. Because a girl, when I was on my mission, one of the sister missionaries, because I... I mean, mom trained us to eat everything off of our plate, right? Right. Which did not serve me well as a Mormon missionary because I ate everything off my plate and that meant getting seconds. And Anyway, I gained a lot of weight as a missionary. Right. (laughs) I gained a lot of weight. Um, But that's besides the point. The point is, the sister missionary told me, she was like talking about fast food and like throwing stuff away she's like if you don't want it just throw it away and i'm like what are you talking about you don't just throw food away if it's perfectly fine she's like hey trash it before it trashes you oh and i was like oh that that's pretty good like if it's if it's because we got also given a whole lot of desserts as missionaries because people were very kind and they gave us lots of desserts and so we would have all these sweets, right? And I had such a hard time throwing them away. But she kept telling me, hey, sister, like, it's okay to just throw away the plate of cookies. It's okay to throw out the brownies. Like, you do not have to eat all of yeah. these. Because right. I just felt an obligation. She's like, trash it before it trashes your body. It's going to yeah. trash your body if you eat that whole 9 by 13 pan of brownies and this whole plate of cookies and this whole banana cream pie. Like, just let it go. You don't have to eat it all. Yeah. No, I, I see because there's the aspect of like, oh, ungrateful. Like if someone made you something, you wouldn't want to throw it away. Yeah, totally you don't want to feel that. ungrateful. And then I'm also coming from the perspective of like it's it's uh, disrespectful towards the starving people in the world. And yeah. maybe, yeah. you know, other people don't have that opinion. I, that's just how I've always felt. And I think both you and I, we've both dated, you married, but like we both dated people who came from families where like they'd throw food away. Not a, like, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I dated girls like, oh, there's f- leftover food at the restaurant, whatever. Like it didn't matter. It just it'd go in the trap. It wasn't a big deal. And uh, it was really weird at first and hard. I was like, ah, I don't want to waste it. And then eventually like – if, if, especially for, you know, for me, I still don't like to waste food personally, but if I'm with someone, let's say it's first date, doesn't matter. Right. And they get something and they ate half their food and they don't want a box. Why should that matter to me if they take it home? Because if let, let's say they take it home and eat it that night or they take it home and throw it away. It makes no difference. You know what I mean? Like let's say they they take it home. They don't eat other food and they throw that food away. It's like nothing changed. Like they didn't waste it and then eat something else. So they're like, oh, well, you had food. So you ate other food. No, it's like they didn't eat anything else. And uh, so I finally got used to it. And now I'm like, I don't care. If if someone throws food away, it really doesn't. I'm honestly okay with it. I'm like, whatever. It just 
and and I feel like what difference am I going to make too? You know, I think, oh, if I if I finish my food, I don't know. But yeah, it used to make me angry. Well, now like, for like, me, yeah, yeah, no, I I like the the I say almost the morality of it, right? It's like yeah. the eth- the ethical p- portion of it. It's like how could you be wasteful when other people have so little? And I think that there truly is something to be said for the fact that one of the seven deadly sins is gluttony, right? Gluttony. I mean, there's a reason why that's one of the seven deadly sins. And I think you do need to be careful with being ungrateful and wasteful. There's just something so beautiful to me about, I mean, learning of cultures where when they kill an animal, they use almost every single every, part of that animal. Everything. I mean, nothing goes to waste, right? Like it's not that animal served a great purpose with every part of their body, right? I mean, right, it's just, right. it, like, to me, that is a beautiful thing. Um, it, more of like a circle of life moment, right? The antelope yeah, become yeah. the grass and, right. oh no, sorry, we become the grass, <laughs> lions become the grass, and the antelope <laughs> the lion, eat the grass. And the we lion the eats the antelope. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but now for me, it's more of a budget thing. it's more it's more of a money thing i'm like um no actually um screw the ethics uh think about money (laughs) i paid for that that food so if i paid for one meal and i get three meals out of it um that's a win that's a huge win in my book right so always take your food home don't waste anything question yeah Block of cheese, a little bit of mold on it. What do you do? <laughs> I cut the mold off. I just cut yeah. the mold off. No, a, no, a, no a biggie. Pe- a loaf of bread, a loaf of bread, one end starting to get moldy. I just take the moldy pieces out. Yeah, me too. I used to do that. Now the bread, I, I just throw the bread away. But cheese, no. And like, no big deal. I mean, heck, blue cheese, get a little, you know, whatever. A blue little cheese extra, and moldy, right? Like, a little extra something, something. <laughs> Um, my husband is a hundred percent against that. Any he something yeah. mold oh, yeah. on it, the whole loaf of bread goes out. The whole loaf of bread, <laughs> and if it could he, be on the he, heel, he, on the opposite end. It could be a full heel, thing of on the end. heel. It's like nope, it's all bad. Nope, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> the whole thing, it's bad. Or if anything even starts to smell funny, he's like, yeah. no, <laughs> it's done. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just that's... so much. I'm so money conscious. I'm like. The waste and the cost, especially in this economy, in this economy right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's brutal. That's brutal. Stuff's expensive. My gosh. I on the drive. I, I'm in Arkansas right now. Right, still, still down here. And, and uh, um, on the drive down, I bought a thing of the twisty Fritos. So it's like the Frito, the the twirly ones. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Um, they just taste better. It was six dollars for like a big for a bag? bag. It wasn't even a like it wasn't a big bag. Like it wasn't like it was a the regular sized bag. I mean, why should a giant bag of chips be six bucks? And it wasn't a giant bag. It was a small. It was you know it was a oh my it was gosh. a gas station bag. And the lady literally goes, "Oh my goodness, six dollars for that." I'm like, wow, thanks, cashier, for making me think this is a great purchase. And uh, I just go, I'm like, it's just paper. And then I go, 
not even. It's just a number in my bank account. And she's like, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I always say that. I'm like, ah, it's just paper. I can make more. But I don't know the last time I got given a check or like money, like cash and spent that. I mean, it, money's a weird concept because it's, it just goes in, you know, you get direct deposit, it just goes in your account. There's a number, yeah, you spend you it. You never it. actually hold anything. Physical cash. And theoretically, if someone went in and hacked your account and just added an extra two zeros, like you don't actually have anything extra, but they're going to let, like they're going to think you do. You know what I mean? It's just weird because mm-hmm. it's not actually tangible. What theoretically, if you took the money, no. <laughs> Well, and then you get all kind of crazy and weird when you start thinking about what are they, NFTs? Yeah. And it, all that imaginary world stuff that people buy and then the Bitcoin and just like it I, made, I mean, because money is made up. It is made up. It's just no, like yeah. this mixture of paper and other materials has worth because we say it has a worth. I mean, I mean, like it's understandable in the sense of if I have you know, a bunch of chickens and I don't want to actually transport them to sell them right away or whatever. I'm like, oh, let me just leverage it and get a, get a pamphlet that says I have 20 chickens to prove to people I do. And then I can give them that pamphlet and they can come get the chickens. Like, okay, makes sense. Right. And when money first started coming out and it was backed up by gold, oh, it makes sense. Right. But now, now it's just like, eh, it's whatever. You just print it. I mean, honestly, I just, I don't get it. Okay, we're going to hit a reset grade. point at some point. At some point, it's gonna, it's all going to reset. We're going to go back to bartering. That's what I want. Make it easy. I know, but like what kind I'd of be... skills do we have to barter? What kind of skills do we have to barter besides your, you know, amazing skills? charisma and charm? S- skills? Me? Well, yeah. I mean, eventually you'll run out of stuff that you can trade for food. Yeah. No, okay. You uh, You trade correctly, though. Like, so for example... You have, you stock up a lot about, of food. Are you about to like mansplain to me right now? Is that what, is that what you're going to do? You sexist pig. <laughs> I'm just going to explain it. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. No, but it's like, the key is you only make trades. Listen, Ginny, this is why I win Settlers of Catan and you don't. Because no! I know how to barter and trade. What? You only trade you? when you have this word called leverage okay so when you really need something you really need something and i want it i i I want something you have maybe i want it bad maybe i don't but whatever you need you need more than what i want or need so i have leverage i'm like oh no big deal i I mean i can make this trade or i might not and if you need it you're gonna make it happen you're gonna you're gonna start giving away cards sellers of Catan is one of our favorite board games it plays a family gets a little violent you know you can kind of trade resources you know you get resources and allows you to build settlements and roads Um, so if you're starving, like your family is starving and I have some food and you have a bunch of nice stuff, guns, whatever it is, right. You know, some, a car. Yeah. I'll give anything away to get food. You're like, yeah, I need the food. Cool. Trade it. It's about the leverage. Well, it's like in, um, uh, was it Germany after world war one when they burned, they just were burning money to keep warm because it, it, it like they had yeah. gone into such a um, recession. The money had no worth, and so they yeah. just burned it. Like yep. it was worth more. Then it, 
as Venice, fuel for a fire than it in was. Venezuela is is Venezuela the one that crashed yeah. really bad? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Venezuela so Venezuela, too. there was a guy. He was uh, people literally would just throw money on the ground because it like it, like it was literally worthless. The paper it was worthless, and this guy would pick up bills and he made uh, bags, like he made sh- like purses, shoulder bags. He because the pa- their paper or their money was more of a, uh, I guess, plasticky, you know, but not as not as papery, um, so it held up better. So, but he weaved it into into bags, and wow. it's like tens of thousands of dollars, right? In the equivalent of that's how many bills it was, right? Or how, the in de- denominations, and and then sold it for you know a can of food or whatever it is, and right. uh, it's just it's but see, it's crazy. but still, like he had a skill, he had something. Yep. to trade right and so i feel like mo- yeah. the majority of americans like let's be honest Don't. the majority of americans have no skills that would be beneficial in a time of a, like Jenny, apocalyptic I will survive. proportions you know like I, I will survive i'm not i can fish that. i can hunt i know I can, i'm not talking. i can kill <laughs> I'm not talking specifically about you. I'm talking in general, right? Like many people, you think uh, most people don't have food storage, right? So they don't right. have a yeah. food, an emergency food storage built up. So that's why the stores empty out when a snowstorm is coming and blah, 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 blah. They're like, oh, this yep. natural thing, natural disaster, potentially you might as well stuck up. You might not be able to get to the store because people don't have food storage. And... So what happens if you run out and you need something? There's none at the stores, right? Like, what could you actually trade? What could yeah. you do? What service could you perform what, for, for what people? What could you make, like, right? Yeah, what could you make? What could you perform? And that, and that also, well, it's just in a time of necessity, in a time of strict survival and need, that's when a lot of things like the arts and literature and knowledge and education those things become more or or, those things become less important more obsolete right because people are Mm -hmm. like yeah that's a pretty painting but i don't need a painting i need Mm -hmm. food i need fuel i need the things necessary for my survival my family survival clothing shelter protection um and so I know some people like to, you know, fantasize about or glorify. You look at all the dystopian novels and all the dystopian TV shows and think about what it would be like to live in an apocalyptic time. But yeah. you lose all of those things because people are just focused on survival. And that's the beauty of living in a time of peace is because people get the time and the freedom and the opportunity to be artists and to be musicians and to be philosoph philosoph why can't i say that fetching word i've had trouble with it for like a week falafel it's not that hard (laughs) no what philosophers yes i keep messing it up oh what is it it's pregnancy brain i'm gonna blame it on that wait philosopher like that's what you're trying philosophers yes people you people have opportunity to be philosophers and educators and professors and just explorers and things like that anyway right right yeah it's it's interesting because and it's definitely true people oh i wonder how it would go in uh, in the last of us uh tv show did you watch that did you watch the last of us no i didn't i don't have hbo 
Oh, crap. Yeah, I forgot. Such a good I show. Mean, I could probably I'm, watch it illegally if I wanted to. Illegally. There are those websites out there. but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've all downloaded music a few times from some random <laughs> site. Um, but yeah, that show, it, it the guy, like, I, I've, I haven't watched a lot of, uh, uh, The Walking Dead, for example, I never watched that, so I don't, you know, I don't really know how that goes. But in that show, it's kind of an insight because the guy is, and I'm blanking on his name now, but, you know, Pedro Pascal, like, it, it seemed legit, like how you would act in survival. He's like, it's all about me, baby. Like I'm I'm here to yeah. survive. Yeah. And I will, you know, he's like, I will kill. I will do what I need to. Like, don't care. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it makes you wonder how it would go and, and how long people would last because I have food storage and stuff. I don't have a lot, but it's just for me. And, you know, I mean, I, I probably I have. Heck, I got a 20-pound bag of rice. That'll last me like three months. Um, but uh, heck, just with the spearfishing, I was thinking about it the other day because I went spearfishing. And I was like, dude, I'm good. Like I can I can easily go get a fish. I mean fishing with a pole is you know works, but spearfishing, I'm like, I guarantee I can go out and get a fish. Like I can I see it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill it. Um so it's like, yeah, I could just uh, be a spear fisherman by trade what i do what would you do like if you didn't have kids like you're single no no husband like what what are you gonna bring to the table zombie like how are you gonna what are you gonna are you gonna garden to to stupid fly get out (laughs) (laughs) um what are you what are you gonna do i mean i guess sex work (laughs) i mean hey (laughs) Hey, one thing that has been Sorry. shown throughout time and history is that men, regardless, are stupid. they are stupid. <laughs> men piss stupid. me off. <laughs> wow. Men make okay, me. St- yeah, let's trade places. You be the raging feminist, and I'll be. I'm the- wearing my. You guys can't see it, but I'm wearing my. Uh, this feminist has balls shirt, which is so funny. It was really just kind of a gag gift Virginia gave me for Christmas. You know. And because uh, I don't, I don't really consider myself kid. a feminist. Uh, it's like I'm a good. If I am, I'm a good feminist. I'm not a tradition. You know, I'm not the the now oh, feminist. Not, I'm a feminist oh, who actually you're... cares about equality. You know, not not oh, the like the bullcrap stuff. <laughs> anyway, I'm a good I was wearing this I'm not shirt's one of a great. Crazy get out of here! <laughs> the, this shirt's a great conversation starter. People are like, "Oh, not, funny shirt. Are are you a feminist?" And uh, I'm like I love women, of course I love I love them. <laughs> they're my favorite. They're my favorite things. My favorite people. <laughs> favorite things. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. I didn't. I didn't mean it like that. They would Calm immediately down. know. Okay. No, this guy is definitely not a feminist. This he guy just called is women definitely things. not a feminist. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it it boggles my mind though. I just how how low how low does the guy have to be to pay. Paying for girls only fans, any of it. It's just dude, none these of it guys makes sense out here freaking paying. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's sad. I mean, they it's they sad. they they haven't. I mean, okay. I have been in a place where I have not wanted to leave the house. I've been terrified of other people. I've you know my social <laughs> skills have been in the drain. Last week. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, and. That is such, and you feel so alone. 
and that is just a horrible place to be it's it led me to a dark place i mean i didn't want to be alive anymore right, right. like it's right. so awful and so i'm i try to have compassion if somebody is just they don't have meaningful relationships and so they turn to something they can purchase in order right, to feel right. something to feel some sort of connection even though it's yeah. not a connection it's just a sexual feeling but a lot of people associate sexual feelings with connection and feeling close with somebody. Well, I don't. I'm, I'm just. I, I don't necessarily think it's not a connection, but it's not a valuable connection. You know what I mean? Or meaningful. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking. I'm, if you I'm sure there's plenty of guys who go to the strip club and they're like, "I love her. I love Susie Jules." Or she you know, loves me. What's a good strip name? Diamond. She. 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 She loves me. I know it. I she know loves she me. Lo- I know. I know. She wants yeah. out so bad. She wants out so bad. I could give it to her. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I try to like be, I try to have that compassion and, and, and to understand, okay, where would you have to be in a place in order to feel like in you have to purchase a human connection, right? You have to purchase yeah. that and try to have compassion for that. And it's just really, really sad because if you don't, you're not working on yourself to get out and be somebody that other people actually want to know in real life that want to have a relationship with or get to know. I mean, right. they're, it's scary and we've become so attached to our electronics and, and to social media and these pseudo social gatherings and social interactions that don't really give us that same face-to-face quality and benefits that we've lost a lot of our skills to be able to go out and just meet people organically whether that's at a bar or at a gym or you know joining some sort of club that gets together and reads books or goes biking or what right like there are people who do that people who do that that was my therapist said right he's like you gotta you gotta join some sort of club you gotta do something get out I I met start a, meeting I, people, <laughs> and you've met I'm, a ton of people. You've yeah, you made a lot of friends. Like yeah, no, so whatever. Well, like I was. started rock climbing. This was you know a year ago. I started rock climbing and like made a bunch of friends and and we we started hanging out and going to each other's houses and having dinners and we were actually hanging out. Right, I got hurt unfortunately. I didn't get kicked out of the group, but I kind of just left on my own in the sense of I couldn't do stuff with them. It was a bummer. Um, but uh, and then I started playing, going to volleyball and meeting up with old friends. I actually met a girl at volleyball and like went on dates with her and stuff. And but you have to take steps towards that, right? Like like you you have to initiate or you know someone does. Um, and it's so easy to like if you go out, let's say rock climbing, right? It's so easy to go to the gym and pop in earbuds and not talk to anybody. Um, mm-hmm. But to be willing to do that, you know, it could be a little scary. But you just gotta you just gotta do it. You know, you know, Jeannie and I at the start of every day, uh, every day, not, we don't do anything. No, uh, at the start of every podcast, we're like, well, what, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? And then, you know, I come up with something usually and then I yeah, say it and then we just kind of, uh, we briefly talk about it and then we go on some rampage. We were like, oh, we're going to talk about the 4th of July, which maybe we'll get to it. Maybe we won't. But. I'm like getting a survival of the fittest type vibe. Like talk about survival and uh, relationships or like zombie apocalypse or whatever. It's like just 
survive. <laughs> what? How do you I mean, survive? I mean, but, but, but let's be honest. Let's be honest. I mean, some of the, like, a, a lot of these, and, and I know people are going to be like, oh my gosh, here we go. Another typical feminist talking point, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but hold okay, on. But re- yeah, okay, you're already asleep. Perfect. I'll just talk to the people listening, <laughs> not to you. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're, <laughs> when you are involuntarily celibate, right? You're an incel. That's what they call that, right? Like the the you, the articles out there right now are just truly laughable. Okay, about all of these men who are so angry, so angry, and and then they be they often turn into all oh, these men rights activists and all of this stuff. And poor men because they're not getting sex and they're not getting laid, and the only thing they can right. do is buy OnlyFans stuff, right? They can only get a cam girl. They can't actually get a real one, you know. And and it's just, <laughs> but it's like, you know what? Is this evolution? Is this evolution at play here? Because yeah. maybe your seed should not be uh, creating more humans. No, because no. Because if it, this is how you're going to act, if this is what I'm, you're going to do, if you're I'm only going to, if you're going to isolate and you're going to be bitter and angry and horrible and treat people like objects that you only get to use for a certain service and and whatever then maybe it's a good thing that you're not procreating or doing the act that could possibly lead to procreation because you don't seem like a great human. Right, right, yeah. Like, if you want to be a good human, like, and and that's the thing, that's the thing. Like, I mean, let's look at you. Let's not look at you. Let's look at somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, actually, bad example. Bad human. No, no. But just like a lot of guys, they'll give all these reasons, uh, just complaining, right, about their situation, why they can't get a girl, why they can't do da, 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 and why they have to end up paying in order to get anything. It's like, okay. Yeah, let's let's not use me for that. No, I'm not. No, let me get to it. It's like, okay, but I see, I see other guys who don't have six-figure jobs, okay, who do not have a lot of money, right. who are not Mr. You know, Olympia, Henry Cavill, right? Like freaking jacked and ripped and 6'4". Like there are plenty of, plenty of men out there who don't fit the Chris Hemsworth, whatever, you know? I know there are so many men out there. The majority of men are not Chris Hemsworth and Henry Cavill and Captain America. Okay, they don't look like that. They don't make over six figures, blah, blah, blah. And they still, guess what? They still they still get women. They still have relationships. They still are happy. They still get action. Okay, like you do not, I don't know who, I mean, yeah, women say, we've talked about this before. Women say like, oh yeah, I would prefer to have a guy over, you know, 6'2 with this color hair and, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But like, the reality is, the majority of men are not that, right? <laughs> right, and and you take it, you take the connection that you can, the the genuine, wonderful connection. If you meet somebody and you're attracted to them, and you build a connection with them, like that's what matters. It's right. not. It's like, oh well, you actually didn't meet the qualification of this salary level, so right. you're out. Right. Like, no, and so. 
and it, it definitely goes both ways too, right? Like it's not just it's not just girls. Oh, guys, six foot, whatever. Guys are like, oh, I want a girl who's you know fit or short or whatever. Um, well, we're just literally talking about how men will pay when they can't get yeah. it. So men will literally do anything. I mean, to get women sex, will. Okay? Even um, if they s- they'll. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, like I know there's <laughs> definitely women out there who do, who do that, right? Who, like who who will go to a male escort, but I've. I feel like it's the woman who's married to like a really rich guy and maybe he's older. Like that's the only type of woman I see doing that, <laughs> you know. She needs some young Right, right, who hires like a special pool. Yeah, boy, but it's like very you professional, know. you know. They're not going to a Motel 6, okay? It's like some sort of right. <laughs> you know, they show up and it's like, "Excuse me, ma'am, here's our current model." And she's like, "I'll take that one." You know, that's that's what I see. That's yeah. what you imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, like the point is like, you just have to not be terrible. Like if you are terrible. I mean, then not even terrible people. Jenny, you will see people who are good people. And then like, you know, some people are attractive. Some people aren't. It's your taste. But people that you might view as not traditionally attractive and they're in a relationship. And one of them is like abusive. And it's like anybody, anybody can get in a relationship just happens and yet some of these guys still just (laughs) i don't know what it is i don't know what their what their problem is but uh i think it's just fear it's lack of confidence that's what it is just got to be confident yeah and and confident doesn't mean that you like true confidence does not come at the expense of everyone else so you believing in yourself and like being okay with who you are doesn't mean that you're the greatest that's ever been in everyone else's trash. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like that's what not not what that equates to. And I feel like a lot of people think that, well, I have to be the best. Right. Or if I believe in myself, that means I have to treat everyone else like trash. Or I have to convince everybody else that they're less than right. me. So that they think that they need me or that they want me or that they don't deserve me. So they're grateful for my presence, right? right? It's that it's the corrupted form of confidence. Whereas true confidence and true self-love is you don't, it doesn't matter if somebody else is, is, I say, better than you or more successful than you. Or you, you can accept that. You're like, I accept that. Yes, I can acknowledge that so-and-so is a better salesman or so-and-so is a better lawyer or doctor or whatever. But I'm also confident in my abilities and I know that I am good and I'm great and I am the, I'm doing the best that I can and I'm, uh, I accept that. Like I'm confident. Like it, it's it, – uh, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people when they think of confidence, they think that they have to act like arrogant assholes. No. And that's – and and you and that's not what it is. It's just being it's, sure it's, in yourself. Confidence, I think, comes from yeah, true self love. Yeah, no self acceptance. And I've had recent experiences that where it's like, you know, it, it, you got to be happy with who you are, right? And uh, I had like uh, some friends who were t- you know asking me about certain questions about religion or things like that, and they're like, oh, we we hope you don't feel judged by us, right? And they, I say friends, I, I didn't really know them that well. Um, it had been a long time since I'd seen him too. And, uh, they're like, Oh, we hope you don't like feel judged. And I told them, I was like, um, I, I don't care what you think. I said this, I said, I, I don't care what you guys think. I said, and that's not a bad thing. I'm like, it's a, 
it's okay that I don't care. And you shouldn't care what I think, right? Like if I tell you, oh, hey, you know, someone comes up to me, they're Jehovah Witness and they're like, oh, join my church. And I go, your church is wrong. Like they shouldn't care that I think that, right? They should have belief, faith system in, in themselves and confident in that and that religion. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, and so that's why it's it's so much easier if you are just confident in who you are um, and your beliefs. That's why it's like it's it's hard because especially with Christianity, they're like, no, there's a set there's a set. Uh, I don't want to say path, but that's what I'm going to say. But like there's a set path, right? There's there's a set. These are the rules, right? Like you have to follow this and this is what you have to be to be a good person. And if you're outside of that, that's bad, right? But you can be outside of that and be a good person, right? I mean, I've, I've met Muslims who are great people, Buddhists, right? Um, people who are non-denominated, mm -hmm. they, they don't, they're uh, deists, right? Um, and so if you're confident in that and you believe in that and you're sure in your, of yourself, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Um, and uh, if you're, if you're living or if you're so worried about, you know, what people are going to think of you. And I know, both of us have felt that, right? So we both, you know, grew up, oh, hey, like we want to please our family or our friends. And, and, uh, it's, it's hard because you're, oh, you're so worried about that. Um, but I, now I'm in a spot where I'm like, no, I'm, you know, I talk to people, people are like, so are you, you're not, you're not working. I, I remember this, I'm a, I'm a certain name, this girl from, uh, vo volleyball that I, uh, um, she, I known her for like five or six years. Um, and, uh, hadn't seen her in a long, long time. We went to church together when we were younger and then, you know, I had stopped going to church and I, I saw her and she's like, oh my gosh, like so good to see you. And I didn't remember her. I kind of felt bad. And uh, I was like, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, she was asking me, um, you know, like, oh, so you're not working. And I, I, jo I joke with people, right? I say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm retired. Right. Just to be funny. <laughs> um, and she goes, she says, What's the difference between retired and unemployed? And I laughed and I was like, that was a good oh. one. Like, it's like, like <laughs> that's a good you. one. You got me. <laughs> and, uh, and I told her, I said, well, typically when you're unemployed, you don't have money to like to do things. And she goes, oh, that, that's a good point. Right. And I told her, I said, I'm not really retired. I was like, it's not like I'm done working permanently. I, I really stopped because I was going to make a transition in a careers and also my location. Um, and then due to some life changes, I like that kind of got put on hold. Um, and I just kind of been holding out because I had trips planned and things planned. And so it just kind of kept, okay, well, after, after I, you know, get done with this lake trip, oh, after I'm done with Costa Rica, right. Which now I'm not doing. So that's exactly like, I was like, oh, I'm going to wait. Cause I'm going to go Costa Rica. Then I'm not doing it. Um, and she said, sorry, I, I you know, I, I hope that didn't offend you. I said, no, not at all. I said, I, I, if I was not comfortable with those decisions, I would not share them, right? Like I would not tell right. you that if, if I was not comfortable with it. You know how easy it would be to just say, oh, I'm in sales. And then if they pry a little bit, you just, you, you say whatever, you say the company you last worked at and, and call it a day. No one's going to grill you on it. Um, mm -hmm. And that's where it's like, no, I'm, I'm confident in that, uh, where I'm at, my decision. And I'm, enjoying it. It's nice. Right. But, uh, yeah, that was just kind of an example of, of, you know, the confidence. It's not confidence of walking up to a girl at a bar, right. Which I've never done. Um, 
funny enough. Yeah, why but is that not, always the like setup in all movies and stuff? It's like this oh, is the only place people this is the, the only place ever meet each other. The club <laughs> is in the best place to meet a woman, so the bar is where I go. Uh oh, uh oh, copyright. No, um, <laughs> but it, it it's like it's not going up, and you're just hey, you, me, leave now. You know, whatever, right? Ten, how to lose a guy in ten days? He's like single. She's like, yeah, um, interesting. It's like very, so, you know. And then they do their just like one word back and forth thing. It's not that. No, it's it's just confident in in yourself who you are. And and I think the biggest factor with that is then you're not going to draw the wrong person or theoretically, right? Because you're not being fake. Because if if you're making stuff up and and you know not uh, happy with where you're at so you kind of come up with a fake alter ego story type dealio um it's just not gonna work it's not gonna it's not it's not gonna good idea it's not gonna last right well and then you're um, always going to be living in fear of them finding out right right the real oh. you yeah and in you, the beginning of seth and i's relationship i a lot of times i, I would make comments like that not that i was actively hiding myself but i was like well once you once you figure it out once you realize, you know, who I really am or what I'm really like, you're going to run in the opposite direction. You're going to hate me. You're going to leave, you know. Um, and he's like, yeah. all right, challenge accepted, you know. Um, right. And he did accept the challenge. He he has been the most loyal. I I, I mean, I, I feel like I'd say he's been the most loyal man I've ever known. Like, yeah. I, if I, Seth were to be go ahead. disloyal, if he were to, like – cheat like the world would be over like it would i don't know i'm like <laughs> we would have bigger problems like i don't know like that would just that that would just never happen i don't like in in and i feel like in, it's just like so out of his character yeah i don't know to do that yeah yeah to do that right um anyway that was so not the point oh my gosh the fly keeps landing on my mic and it's driving crazy because <laughs> i can't blow it i don't want to just like blow directly on the mic <laughs> it's literally on my mic oh my gosh it's ridiculous i i swear we're gonna i apologize people are gonna be listening to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh oh, no boy. but really though it's it's um like sorry i'm also a lot of fireworks are starting to go off and no so there I'm is like, a lot of fire. i'm hoping that it's not gonna it be doesn't go yeah picking it up pop pop um, pop 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 is it's the second fireworks. what are we recording on the second yeah so fourth you know everyone's partying it up fireworks such an interesting why are we so attracted to them like it, you know why are they so fun but they are blowing stuff up put yeah. it in reverse terry put it in reverse <laughs> <laughs> Bro, throwback. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord, Terry. Back up, Terry. Back up. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you that thing I, I saw on Facebook, the post that said, uh, crazy to think um, some people don't even realize this is their last weekend with all 10 fingers? Oh, wow. Yeah, because people, dude. People are people stupid. so dumb on 4th of July. Like, Hey, sprinkler bombs explode and are big and people get blown up by them all the time. And every 4th of July, people do it. And it just makes zero sense to me. Like, you know it's a bad idea and yet you still do it, you know? It's 
I just don't, I don't get it. I mean, I played with fireworks as a kid so much, but all the fireworks I had, like a firecracker, if a firecracker blows up in your hand. Yeah, firecrackers, the, sparklers. Yeah, but like stuff. all the stuff I played with, the worst it's going to do is just give you maybe a second degree burn, right? Like it's it's not going to blow know. anything off you. Firecrackers could do some damage to a little kid. I know, I know. Yeah, I, I was playing with them when I was like six. I remember me and, because we had a family friend who owned a fireworks store, stand, store, yeah. And so yeah. we just get fireworks all the time. And, uh, or I say all the time during 4th of July, we'd get them from them and they were always just super cheap and oh my gosh, firecrackers were so much fun. It's like the best thing ever. Just, oh, the smell, the smell. Some helpless animals or something. What? Uh, no, no, Hmm. no, no, we, we did stun fish though. We'd like drop firecrackers in the water and then one time they came up, floated. It wasn't my fault. Masochist. No, a masochist is a sadist. No, that's when you inflict pain on how? others. No, it's <laughs> guys like things that go boom. Okay, <laughs> guys like things that go boom. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Man. no, we didn't. Uh, we I don't think we realized how good we had it growing up because Dude. we had our friends who had who had the fireworks store, and then everything that wasn't sold by Fourth of July, they set off on their uh grandparents or relatives private lake and so all of us who were in the same congregation at church you know we were all invited so we all got to come and you know it was a huge gathering right so we had everyone brings food tons of food and you play games and you might swim in the lake a little bit at the beginning and then once it gets dark everyone goes out onto the driveway to look over on they set everything up on the dam and they bring out big speakers and have a playlist of all these patriotic songs, right? Mostly country songs, because what other <laughs> genre of music is singing patriotic? Yeah, rap songs? rap music sure ain't sure ain't patriotic. <laughs> and so, um, and and we just got to sit there and watch this amazing and long world class. Show. In all honesty, like world class fireworks show, we'd go I, and you okay, go to. A f- it's not world. Cl- it wasn't world Ginny, class. Okay, okay hold I've on, hold seen on. Hold now on. I have seen like a, a a true like huge, I'd say world class fireworks show, and there's a big difference. But it was really cool. Like it was intimate, right? Which was, one? Was, the one in Idaho? Yeah, Idaho Falls, the Melaleuca fireworks show. Idaho it's Falls the, is like one of the nation's biggest. Like it's like a massive fireworks show. Like it's a top fireworks show for the U.S. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And here's my here's what I'm saying. I went to a fireworks show in St. Louis, like a big fireworks show in St. Louis, thousands, tens of thousands of people. It was 12 minutes long. 12 minutes. Uh, well, this was a lot longer, I swear. Melaleuca, and, I don't know how long Melaleuca's was, but it was so long. And you tuned into the radio station and, and, it, it, had, and it was coordinated the, yeah. with, with, with songs and music, right? So, so the fireworks matched the song that was playing, right? And so... Right. It, I mean, obviously, it's just super well done and super great. I mean, there's, yeah, it's there's a reason why it's, I think, it's, is it the biggest west of the Mississippi? I don't know. I don't know. It's huge. I just know, I know it's that. It's freaking huge. So I've seen yeah. that. But the one at the, the one that we had growing up. Um, the fireworks the weren't big. Church, like, they didn't they, have... They, they, massive shells but it was a lot like we had a lot we just had a lot of fun yeah there was a lot there was a lot to shoot off 
and it was all i mean it, it, it stretched on the dam for quite a while right they'd yeah, set it up yeah. and then they'd slowly work their way backwards um and they yeah no it was great we didn't know how good we had it because now no, it's like oh i don't get like a private fireworks show i mean yeah i could step off my back porch and watch all the people around me blow stuff up but yeah. you don't get like a private one with like music and a bunch of really good food on a yeah. private lake <laughs> right right like we and had it not, pretty good yeah and i remember they'd always do the the spark or not the sparkler wait wait what is it the fountain what's called the fountain yeah it's called is yeah. it a sparkler fountain uh, i don't know sparkler yeah i remember that doing those those were always so cool because they'd la- they, they had some that were huge it would last like 10 minutes 15 minutes and just I don't change think it colors last and... that long it wouldn't last that long did, it did i swear not 10 minutes, bro. Dude, no, there some lasted a long time, Virginia. I swear. I swear. Okay. I swear on the grave of my father, Anika Montoya. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never Name been that. one to personally you know I mean? buy. No, I don't know what that movie is. Oh, that's crazy. I swear on the grave of my father. Yeah, I swear on the grave of my father, Anika Montoya. Oh, come on. I, well, now I know it. I didn't hear you say the last bit. Oh, obviously. I was like, you really don't know that? Shame on you. It's Swan It's the Princess. part when he's climbing up the rocks and he's like, well, how do I know you just won't kill me or cut the rope or whatever? And he goes, I swear that on the grave of my father, Nico Montoya, you will reach the top alive. And he's like, toss me the rope. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Not, it wasn't Swan Princess. You missed that, by the way. It was a great Did moment. you know Elon um, Musk quoted that movie in an interview with uh, NBC? What? Okay, that is pretty cool. Yeah, so because the guy was, you know, grilling Elon about why why do you post like controversial stuff on, on you know, on your Twitter? You know it's going to have an impact. You know it's going to make you lose money. Like if you say, if, if Elon were to come out and say uh, Teslas aren't the best car, the Tesla stock would drop, right? Um, right. And uh, so he's like, why do you say these things? Why, why do you put out these controversial opinions? You know it's going to have this effect. It's going to cost you millions or billions. And Elon goes... You know, there's a scene from the movie Princess Bride where he confronts the man who killed his father and he says, offer me money, offer me power. I don't care. And he said, it doesn't matter. He's like, I don't care if I lose money. I don't care if I lose power. Like, this is what I want to, this basically of like, if you want something or this is what you want or this is what you value, like it shouldn't, money, power, like that shouldn't matter. And Easy uh, to say when you're uh, one of the richest men in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> He's like, sure, go ahead. Take a hundred billion dollars from me. I don't care. They're like, well, you have 200 billion left. He's like, yeah, well, that hundred billion really hurt. It's like, yeah. did it though? I did it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Seriously. Like, it's easy to say, hey, just do what you believe. Say what you believe. Don't worry about power and money when you are literally so secure. The most powerful, one of the most powerful, influential, richest people on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. I guess guess he's a little, he's a a way bit biased, eh? (laughs) What? What? All week, all week, I've been thinking of that Basement Yard episode and the, like, the they play they're talking about ding dong ditch and in other countries hey, and it's like <laughs> it's called Fa- it's like fanny willie <laughs> it's like what you bloody done you're playing fanny willie <laughs> just like 
I want to be them so People bad. People aren't going to know what we're talking about. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's whatever. It doesn't I mean, I don't want to no advertise one... another podcast on here. Yeah. No one knows what we're talking about, but that's okay. We, anyway, we, we the point know. was is that people in other countries call ding dong ditching other things. They don't other call things. it ding dong ditching. They call it there's other phrases in other countries oh, for ding dong ditching. Ginger ditching. ginger ginger is one I think in London. Ginger or ginger? Like, it's like ginger something, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one just came That's out. Yeah, so something weird. ginger. What is it? Why? Yeah. I I don't know. Isn't that weird? Ginger. Yeah, you don't think I about don't those things. Or the fact that animal sounds in other Countries Dude. and other languages aren't the same. Like the cow doesn't moo. The cat isn't meow. The dog isn't wolf. Yeah. <laughs> frogs aren't ribbit. <laughs> what was the? What was she? This one video. This cro, lady. Cro, like, what, cro. Was, she, <laughs> was she? Was she? Um, Polish? French or maybe oh, she was Polish or Swedish. I think you're right. I think she. Um, He's like, okay, what does a frog say? And her American boyfriend's like, the frog says ribbit, and she's like. Crico, crico, cow, cow. Yeah, that's what it's. Crico, crico, crico. I'm like, what? Well, for example, like, in Russian, in Russian, you know, how, okay, Jenny, how do you call your cat? Here, kitty, 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 kitty. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. Right. In Russian, you say ks, 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 ks. Like you don't, because kitty isn't. That's English, right? But that's how yeah, you call that's a an cat English in, word. in Russian. Ks, ks, ks. Yeah. You just go. Ks. I don't know. That's weird. Like, That's like we don't, you don't think about that. You don't think about that. That in other languages, they don't say, like, animal noises and sounds. They're not yeah. the same. Like a bark. <laughs> woof. Yeah, woof. Because the dog doesn't the woof. Duck, the duck one. The duck one was the funny. I don't remember and the they're duck. like, you don't remember the duck? Oh, my gosh. They're like, oh, well, what does the duck say? And the American boyfriend says, quack. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> and I guess hers is pretty similar, but she was like, Vag, 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 vag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what kind of ducks do you have over there? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Oh. No, it's just the accent. I think it sounds probably the same. But anyway, anyway, uh, I was freaking crying. It was so funny. You just don't think about that, right? Oh, what does oh, a know. cat all say the things, in All the things we don't Norwegian. think about. I don't know. Okay, but hold on before before we go. Wow, yeah, Fourth of July <laughs> original, quack, t- pet noises. Um, <laughs> the original no, but the original question that started the tangent that went off the rails to all this other stuff was you asked me what I would do in an apocalypse, like what I would barter. Oh gosh, and then you yeah. were like, oh, would you sell your body? Like, would it be sex? And then we're yeah, like, oh, yeah. men would men are so dumb they literally pay for sex. Like, why would you? Ugh, right. <laughs> and I never answered. And I don't really know. I mean, the things that I can do, like. Well, you're I toast. Yeah. <laughs> you're done. Okay. I am a darn good freaking shot with a rifle. Okay. I know. Like, okay, I can. Okay, whatever. Like, bro. We I mean, haven't gone skeet. When did we last go skeet shooting together? We haven't gone skeet shooting in a while. You don't use a rifle when you skeet shoot, okay? You sound so dumb right now. <laughs> okay, whatever. The long one. <laughs> a long one? <laughs> I'm. My gosh. A shotgun? Jeez, a shotgun. Get out of here. That's what I meant. A shotgun. 
I'm a really good shot with a shotgun. I'm a good shot with a shotgun because it spreads three feet wide when you shoot it. Yeah, I'd hope you're a good shot. <laughs> you know what? Shut the F up, okay? <laughs> She's like, I can hit a target at 10 yards. I shotgun. can. It's like, I well, have a good you shot. You could spin around blindfold and have a 50-50 shot of hitting it still. <laughs> Shut up, okay? So maybe I would be good at like protecting myself. I can garden, but a mm-hmm. lot of my stuff, I don't know if I'd be good at it. Um... Maybe raising cows. I've raised cows before. You have done that. You might be able to do that. I you could do cows. animals. I could, you could raise animals. I could animals. do animals. I could raise animals. Um, I've not like done a full butchering of an animal on my own though. Never? Never, never, never a complete butcher all by myself. Like with the chickens, like I gutted them, but I right. didn't like. Someone was always there. Yeah. Like mm. to defeather and everything. I have so, literally processed hundreds and hundreds of animals on my own. I know. You've done it all on your own. Like, I haven't done that. I could do fish. Like, I would be able to do fish. I've done do fish Do you really think so, though? I mean, because when's the last time you, you flayed a fish? Um, forever ago. But I bet I, I, it's not that hard. Okay. What do you – describe it to me. Um, I'll look at the time. I think it's like, oh it's my gosh, the day. <laughs> okay, listen. This speaking is what of <laughs> speaking of time. I have slept with naps included twelve hours in the last almost ninety six hours. Like I am so Wes. exhausted. I am so tired. Why? I'm you literally t- have no. You don't have. You literally have no excuse. You don't have little people. You don't have little people I, like waking the other you night, up. Like, I you woke could up literally go to sleep and, and put a sign on the door. Don't midnight. disturb me. I woke up at 2 a.m. Wide awake. Just couldn't sleep. Oh, oh, I don't know. And then that was the first. And then it just was downhill from there. Oh, it's downhill. My gosh. That's a downhill. dumb. Anyway, well, I can fillet a fish. Okay. You can fillet a fish. Do You're not going to catch any. No. Uh, <laughs> True, Dude, I'm telling I you, don't... I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a spear, I'd be a spear fisherman, bro. I'd be going and killing fish all day. That is literally so fun. Like it is ridiculously okay, fun. Okay, I, I know. I like th- that's the problem. Is like I, okay. But the thing is, is I can do those things. I'm not afraid of doing those things. Like if somebody were to educate me a little bit more and I put in time to learn, I can do those things. I'm not afraid of doing those things, right? But at heart, what I truly enjoy doing. Is more like artistry stuff. So maybe I would be screwed in the apocalypse. I don't, I don't know. You might be able to make a bag or something. Crochet bag. Crochet bag, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I could crochet, but I don't even know if I remember how to do that. Probably not. I can crochet I bag. Just, I know how to wipe butts and <laughs> give goldfish to Professional butt wiping service. <laughs> That'd be great, Jenny. That's a good one. Good one. Uh, my professional skills are at an all-time low. Okay. Anyway. Great. All right. But it is time for quote of the day. Okay. Yes. And I have I'm, this little... I know. You need to go to bed because you're exhausted. I'm, I'm ready to sleep, dude. you are an idiot. Okay. okay. Calm well, down. Well, you are. You could have slept and you didn't. Um, All right, I have this quote book. So today we figured we'd just spin it until um, we just go. Okay, so you say hit it and then All right. stop. All right, hit it. Stop. Right side. 
The time for action is now. That's all it Be- says. Because if you don't take action now, you're going to die and we're going to survive. No, this is about survival. Okay, no, but the real quote, because I actually had a real one prepared. Oh, what? The real quote, again, from my muse, my idol, Brene Brown. Gifts of imperfection. She's she's speaking of, bro, just listen, I'm about to educate you. Make your life better. Okay. So she's speaking of the people, the men and women that she found in her research who basically live happy lives, wholehearted lives. The, and here are two of the things that, they, that she learned from her research. First, they spoke about their imperfections in a tender and honest way and without shame and fear. Second, they were slow to judge themselves and others. They appeared to operate from a place of, we're all doing the best we can. Their courage, compassion, and connection seemed rooted in the way they treated themselves. So these people had, one of the first things she noticed was their immense capacity for self-compassion. And because they had such great self-compassion, that seemed to then become the default for how they treated other people. Having compassion for them. And that enabled them to live a more joy-filled, a, a joyful life. And the quote that she quotes, a quote within a quote by Christopher K. Germer says, a moment of self-compassion can change your entire day. A string of such moments can change the course of your life. Mm, so don't forget to be kind to yourself and compassionate to yourself and to others because we're all just doing the best we can to survive. Okay. The boy That's all I got. Live. Come I to have die. <laughs> Come to die. Why? But like, why? Thank you for listening to Siblings Unhinged. Make sure to follow the podcast so you can listen to new episodes every Monday. Toodaloo. Bye.